Hello, Bear Nation. This is Gary Justice, your host of the U-Pike Men's Basketball Podcast. In this week's episode, I was able to catch up with the head coach, Todd Compton, as he recaps last week's challenging schedule, COVID cancellation, along with a rescheduled game on Saturday. Also, he previews an, an upcoming week where a road test at Shawnee State and a home game versus the Thomas Moore Saints, both teams ranked in the top 21. Also, Coach Compton talks about the honor he received being named the NAIA Coach of the Week by HoopDirt.com. An exciting episode, so let's get started. Hey, Coach Compton, welcome to the University of Pikeville Men's Basketball Podcast. Thanks for having me, Gary. Well, Coach, this week I'd like to cover, cover a couple of different things with you. Recap of the game last week against Appalachian Bay. This week's upcoming games versus Shawnee State and Thomas Moore. And also, Coach, I'd like to talk with you how you was named the NAIA Coach of the Week as well, too. So, Coach, let's look back in the to last week. You had uh, two games scheduled on December the 8th. You're supposed to play Kentucky Christian University. And plus, play Fisk on December the 11th, both in Pikeville. However, both games get canceled. Walk us through that process. Yeah, it was a wild week for sure. You know, we uh, we got a message from uh, from the head coach of Kentucky Christian on the morning of the game, and uh, I, I think they had had some COVID issues that morning that had popped up, and they weren't going to have enough guys out of quarantine to make it. So, um, you know, we were kind of left with a cancellation, a, a day of cancellation, which was that we were not prepared for and um, a little disappointing for our guys, but we knew we had a game Saturday and we were just kind of shifted our focus that day to that game. And uh, we got a call about midday on Friday that uh, injury and illness and had kind of taken over the Fisk University program as well. And, uh, you know, they weren't going to be able to make it on Saturday. So uh, left us scrambling a little bit. We, we knew we didn't want to go that long without a game. Uh, we knew that uh, you know, our guys wanted to play. They had been preparing. They wanted to, to have an opponent of some sort. And, um, you know, we, we knew that, that it was important for their opportunity to be on the floor with statistics and different things that, that we really needed to play and, and we needed to keep routine and stay fresh. So uh, we scrambled and uh, lucky enough to find uh, Appalachian Bible College, who we played earlier in the year. Uh, they had an off date and, and were close enough to, to be able to make it work on a very quick turnaround. And, uh, just very thankful they were able to come down and give us an opponent on Saturday for us to, to kind of stay in rhythm and routine. Well, Coach, so let's go to December the 11th. You guys are taking on the Warriors from Appalachian Bible College. You guys pick up a 110-69 victory that day. Uh, four players go, going double figures for the Bears. Kevin Bishop leads the way with 23, followed by Jacob Brown's 19, 16 from Maurice Dixon. And then also 15 from Avery Martinez and a total team effort on Saturday, Coach. And every Bear scored that day except for Corbin Spencer, which is kind of odd. But so talk about the offensive output and your thoughts from the game against the Appalachian Bible. Yeah, we knew from, from our earlier game with them that, um, you know, it was going to be a game that was going to be mostly about us and execution and, and making sure that we didn't let any in. But uh, again, you know, I, I thought our guys played hard. I thought our guys were focused and, um, you know, we wanted to, you know, we went in with a, a few specific things that we wanted to try to execute and some things that we wanted to do and, and, you know, really work on the ability to go in and stay focused regardless of what the score is, regardless of what the opponent is or who the opponent is. And, 
Um, you know, I think for the most part, our guys were able to lock in and do that. We we played everybody a very equal amount of playing time, um, you know, kind of a five-in, five-out kind of deal just to get everybody opportunity. And, um, you know, I, I thought our guys reacted to that well. And, uh, you know, we got out of it what we needed to get out of it. Well, Coach, on the, on the day offensively for the Bears, you go 48 of 80 from the field, 60% from the field, uh, 7 to 26 from deep, 26%, and 7 to 10 from the free throw line. But, Coach, as I look through the box score, something that's telling to me, in one of those games, like you talked about, Appalachian Bible, you played them earlier in the season as a, as a one-sided victory for the Bears. You probably knew athletically and talent-wise it was – he said the opportunity to concentrate on yourself. So sometimes those games, it's hard to stay focused. That's what you mentioned to me during the post-game show. But I was looking at the box score, Coach. You have 27 assists to only nine turnovers. I'd say the team was pretty locked in with a three-to-one assist-to-turnover ratio. Yeah, absolutely. Valuing the ball and, and not turning the ball over has always been a, an emphasis of, of ours on every team I've ever been part of. And, um, you know, I think our group has done a very good job of that overall this season. And, uh, you know, the 27 assists, you know, playing unselfishly, that's something that has kind of been a staple of our offense um, in my year and a half here as a head coach. And, uh, you know, it's not something that comes natural. You know, the, the getting getting young adults to to think of others more than themselves and, and you know, to play the right way, we, we say all the time, is important and it's hard. And, uh, you know, that was one of our challenges was, you know, we're, with a lead, would we be able to go out and continue to make the right play and play the right way and do the things that, uh, we would need to do in a close game down the stretch to be successful, or would we allow um, some individual success opportunities to kind of creep in and, and uh, you know, have guys trying to really go out and just get there, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I thought our guys did a great job of, of giving it up, making the right play, and uh, it's just a credit to them individually um, all the way throughout our team. You know, we, we talk a lot about as long as you're willing to make the right play, uh, your teammates also going to be willing to make the right play. And, and back as long as you're giving that opportunity when you need to give it and uh, you know I think a game like that is is certainly one that highlights that quality well I tell you coach you, you've always told me that defense or rebounding travels doesn't matter where you're playing and the Bears hold the Appalachian Bible College to 27 of 74 from the floor 36 and a half percent nine of 31 from deep 29 percent and coach the Bears dominate the backboard a 52 21 rebounding advantage yeah, you know, defending and rebounding has kind of became our staple uh, so far this this early year, I guess, through the third of the season. And, um, you know, we knew last year that we we weren't a great rebounding team and we weren't a great defensive team. And that's been a huge emphasis of ours in the offseason with our recruiting and also the way we approach this year. Um, so, you know, through through a third of the year, obviously, we've, we've got a, a ton of tough games left, 18 conference games left that are going to be uh, just knock down drag outs that, that will be extremely tough to, to win a coin flip every night, so to speak. But, um, you know, so far our guys have really bought into defending and rebounding at a high level. And uh, I think if we can continue to do that, then we'll have an opportunity to be successful in, in the rest of our games. One last thing I want to point out from this ballgame, Coach, seven makes from deep for the Bears come from five different players. I know you, you like to play that positionless basketball, five out top style basketball. How big is it to have five different players be making triples? Yeah, we believe in freedom offensively. You know, we, we don't want to handcuff anybody to a certain spot or a certain skill set. It's certainly an emphasis of ours to uh, help each player understand what their strengths are and try to play to their strengths while we continue to try to develop some of their weaknesses. But, uh, you know, in recruiting, that's something that we target. We want guys that are versatile and guys that can do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, while I would have liked to have shot the ball a little better, maybe per- 
uh, you know, it is certainly certainly good to have multiple guys on the floor at all times that are capable of catching and shooting. And, uh, you know, for us, shooting the ball really comes down to just shot selection. You know, we've got a lot of guys that are capable uh, open shot makers, capable catch and shoot guys. And uh, it really just comes down to our ability. Can we get them open in rhythm shots? And are they willing to uh, to be patient enough to look for what is their best shot, maybe not what is their first shot? So uh, if we can continue to improve shot selection and continue to make the right play, I think we've got plenty of guys that can knock down shots. Well, Coach, in the latest NAIA poll, the Bears are in the receiving vote section. Um, for the, the latest polls, but a great opportunity this week as you take take on the number 21-ranked Shawnee State uh, Bears in Portsmouth, Ohio on Thursday, December the, 16th, December the 16th at 8 p.m., the defending national champions. Talk about this matchup. Yeah, it's going to be a, you know, going to be a very, very tough game. You know, they're, they're so big and long and strong and physical. Um, they, they really make you come out and play with a sense of urgency uh, physically, especially that you know, to just be able to to survive early in the game. So, uh, going to be a great test for our guys of of just being able to go on the road. Can we bring our defense? Can we bring our rebounding? Can we bring our toughness? Um, and and kind of uh, you know stand up to to their physical nature. Uh, you know the way they start games and the way they play games. And um, you know, can we play with confidence on the road? You know, that's you know we've had a few successful road trips and and we've had a tough loss there at UT Southern on the road, but. Um, so far, guys have answered that bell, and uh, you know we we all know that any road game is is extremely hard to win. Uh, certainly, Mid South Conference games are extremely hard to win. Um, you know, so our guys have to you know they they know at this point that they've got to have a little extra focus, a little extra motivation uh, in order to be able to to go on the road and, and come out with a win. Well, coach, then the 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 week doesn't get any easier as you guys come back in action. Uh, at the Appalachian Wireless Arena on Saturday, taking on Thomas Moore, the number 16-ranked team in the country. What do you know about the Saints? Yeah, they're the only undefeated team uh, in Mid-South Conference play left in the in the, the league. So uh, they probably, you know, Ryan Bate is, is probably the, the early leader for Mid-South Conference Player of the Year, uh, the, the post player there for Thomas Moore, and uh, they're they're very good. They're very they're very disciplined. They're very solid. They they very rarely beat themselves. Um, they're going to be very patient offensively and, and defensively. They're very solid and, and just kind of kind of lull you into making mistakes. So we're going to have two very different uh, opponents this week, two very different styles of play to prepare for. Um, but, you know, you, you get a little bit of everything across the board in the Mid-South. There's, there's teams that, that uh, you know, some conferences you're able to identify certain talent levels and certain ways that teams play, and it's really abundant throughout the entire league. And the Mid-South Conference is a league that, uh, you know, 1 through 12 – uh, a lot of different styles of play, a lot of different roster makeups uh, of talent level and just um, physical ability and that kind of thing. So two very different teams, but two very, very good teams that we're going to be facing this week. Well, Coach, so the Bears are 9-1 and one overall and then 3-1 in the conference. Uh, through 10 games of the season, uh, I know we talked about you're always in the self-scouting. Uh, what have you seen after the game against Appalachian Bible? Um, what do the Bears need to continue, and what also what does the Bears need to work on to continue their success? Yeah, you know, as we talked, you know, our defending and rebounding are going to be key to our success. You know, in every game, regardless of whether it's home or away, and uh, that really has to become our identity. You know, our work ethic, our our mentality of, of just going in and getting the job done at all costs. That that's got to be our identity for our our group to be successful. And uh, you know, we we've preached all 
about a, an all-in and, and um, strength in numbers type situation that we have. You know, one through eleven at this point, we're we're uh, you know we've got to be intertwined and we've got to all be ready for our moment. We never know when that's going to come, and, and we have to have a next man up mentality. And um, you know, depending on who has the hot hand that night, that's who we're going to ride. So uh, everybody has to be willing to share the ball. Everyone has to be uh, prepared before the moment comes, and everybody has to be ready uh, to kind of shine in that moment if it's their night. So. It's it's created great interaction. Our guys remain locked in, knowing that, that everyone's going to get an opportunity at some point. And uh, you know we're we're only as good as link. So we're all we're all working hard every day to make sure that uh, you know that we're doing the things that that give us our best chance to be successful. And as long as we go out, we play our best and and do do the things that we practice every single day. We feel like we have a great chance at that. And uh, as long as we do those things and execute them well, uh, we're willing to live with the result either way. So. Uh, very proud of the of our guys so far of just being totally bought in on on uh, you know having a total team approach versus just relying on you know maybe two or three guys to get the job done every night. Well, coach, the last thing I'd like for you to comment on as we wrap up the podcast is earlier this year you were named the NAIA Coach of the Week by HoopDirt.com. Talk to us about that honor. Yeah, that's a that's a great honor. Obviously, you know, watching Coach Wells win that award on a couple of different occasions uh, over the years has been great. And Hoop Dirt does a fantastic job for the coaching community, uh, recognition and and job opportunity and and different things within the within the basketball coaching community. There's there's honestly probably not a uh, not a more important or visited or relied on source than than Hoop Dirt. So. Uh, very honored to be part of that group and very honored to have an opportunity to win that award. And, uh, you know, again, it, it's just it's something that I'm able to, I guess, reap the benefit of. But, you know, it was our guys that went out and won the game and made the shots and got the defensive stops and, and did all of those things. Um, I'm just kind of along for the ride with them. It's our assistants that, that did a great job of preparing our scouts and, and getting our guys ready every single day. Um, you know, when, when you're surrounded by good players, you're surrounded by good people, uh, in your program, uh, every now and then you get to reap the rewards of that, and and this is no different. In this situation, just very very thankful to be around the people I'm around every day, and have an opportunity to uh, to be eligible for awards like this because of their hard work. Well, Coach, uh, we the, the University of Pikeville, we're very fortunate to have you leading the program, and your staff is phenomenal, and and you guys are off to such a great start. And we want to wish you guys the best of luck on Thursday as you travel to Portsmouth and then also hopefully you bring that same momentum after a win you bring it back to Pikeville and pick up another one against the Saints on Saturday um, at the Appalachian Wireless Arena yes sir I appreciate it awesome appreciate you coach have a good day thank you for listening to this week's episode of the UPIC men's basketball podcast and a special thanks goes out to the head coach Ty Compton for his appearance Please stay tuned to upikebears.com. Click on Upike Men's Basketball. You have an opportunity where you can stream, listen, and keep track of the Bears all season long. Again, my name is Gary Justice and signing off. And please remember, it's always a great day to be a Bear.